Hey everybody, it's Avery and I want to welcome you to the Leap of Faith. I want to thank you guys for coming and listening and vibing with me to hear what it is that I have to say. And just know that I do not take this lightly. I give you what God has placed on my heart. I am trying and actively seeking to walk in obedience with what it is that God has given me to do because honestly, it's a lot. It's a lot, um, but I I want to be obedient. I don't want to be disobedient. I pray that, you know, this podcast is a blessing to you. I pray that it brings change. And I ask that, you know, if, if it's going to help anybody, that you share it with them. Yeah. So what God has placed on my heart for a while now is 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 the heart. A lot of people like to use the phrase, God knows my heart, as an excuse, as a pass on on their garbage or their foolishness. And it makes no sense to me. I, I don't get exactly what they're saying. If you use this term or I don't know if you have thoughts and ideas of what what they may mean and you can let me know if I'm wrong I'm okay I'm not above correction let me know but when I hear that term in my mind I'm thinking that they're saying I'm a nice person I do nice things I want to do nice things I want to serve God and I I want to do all of this but I, I still can live in the world. But God knows that I want to serve him. That's that's what I think they mean by that. And that's not enough. If the, Like I said, this is my thought process. This is what I think they're saying. I could be wrong. But, you know, let me know what you guys think they're talking about. And... I just wanted to come and provide what God has rebutted that statement or that mindset with. And of course, it's all biblically based. I'm not going to just come out here and give you guys what my thoughts are because my thoughts, I try to align with his thoughts and I, I ask him to download into me daily. But the first scripture that came about when he placed this topic on my heart was Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Now, that scripture sums sums it up for me because it says that God is going to give you fruit based on your deeds based on your deeds people say that oh I don't have to wear a long shirt and long skirt and long pants you know to serve God you don't 
oh, it doesn't matter if you see me in the club partying or I dancing or if you see me smoking or if you hear me cursing. That All of that don't matter. God knows my heart. But it does. Like, those are your deeds. Those are your deeds. The other scripture that came up for that is Proverbs. Proverbs 27. Leave us Proverbs 27 and 19. As in water, face reflects face, so the heart of a man reflects the man. So what is in your heart comes out of your body. If you look in the mirror and you see your face, if you look in the water and you see your face, if you if I look in your heart, I will see exactly who I see out there. I will see just what God sees when he searches your heart because out of your heart comes your fruit out of the heart comes your actions i will see the cursor that god sees you you think people judging you calling you out on your foolishness and telling you this that and the next but in your heart is what comes out you don't give the world and let me just don't even say the world but you you don't give the world what you don't have what is in your heart comes out in your actions and i know y'all could say people are fake and people do this and people are that but we're not talking about people right now we're talking about you and i and and this is a self-reflection type of moment don't worry about what others may think about others and that was a comma don't worry about what others may think comma and don't worry about others this point is where you need to worry about yourself. What are you doing? What is in your heart that is coming out in your actions? What are you doing? Is This is a self-check. What are you doing that is not Christ-like? But you're saying that God knows your heart. And I find that not many People that try to follow Christ use this term, right? And we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This is a known fact. But the difference between someone out there actively sinning and somebody actively searching for God and seeking his face is they fell. Yeah, they fell. They're going to repent about that. But it, it's the problem here is people who are actively living in sin using this term to get out. And, you know, they based it on when Samuel was looking for the king, well, a king for God. Samuel was looking at the outward appearance. Samuel said, he's tall, he's handsome. Surely this is the king. And God said, no, men look at all of that, but I look at the heart. That's what they have been basing it on. But at the same time, what is in your heart comes out of your body. It's your actions. It's what you say. It's how you treat people. It's how you treat people.
And one thing that we should all be trying to do, we will definitely fall short and miss the mark. But our ultimate goal is to live as Jesus did. First John 2 verse 5 and 6 says, For those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Are you living your life or at least trying to live your life as Jesus did? Because I never once heard, and don't get me wrong, I, we all have our little things. I never hear. I don't know if some of y'all can understand me, so I'm going to say it again. I haven't ever heard that Jesus was out there lying that Jesus gone and steal somebody lunch (laughs) that Jesus went and I don't know (laughs) but you guys get what I'm saying you guys get what I'm saying when Jesus died, God said that he would give us the Holy Spirit to help us. Jesus said that actually. When he leaves, we're going to get someone to accompany us. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit literally nudges us into directions that we should be going. It's like your conscience. People say one mind. Like Bohemians. I don't know where you are listening from. But Bohemians like to say one or when he, one mind, their, their thought, told me. But it's Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. It's God. So sometimes, you know, we have that discernment. Sometimes we have that Holy Spirit loudly and clearly telling us, don't do something. And we, we sometimes do it. Sometimes we listen. But most times it's it's. We're, we're disobedient. Sometimes we do not listen to it. Most times we don't listen to it. And that's where the problem comes in. Walking in disobedience. You get up. You have this thought in your mind. Hey, I am going to get dressed and I'm going to the club with my friends. There are much more examples, but this is what I'm this is what I am just saying. I am going to go to the club with my friends. And Holy Spirit telling you, No, 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 don't go. Don't go. And I've had this happen to me earlier on. Like <laughs> I I watching my friends' statuses and thing and I see them out partying, having a good time, drinking them like Man, I tired of being home. The only place I used to go is church and you know Bible study. I just always home, man. I would go out. I would get dressed up and I would look pretty. And so, as I am getting ready, like I have this this nudging feeling. Don't go. Don't go. And I still go. And can I tell you all? I don't know if this happened to you all, but. As soon as I get out, cross. 
everything just annoying. This music too loud. The cuss word they put. Oh, God. Like, ooh. When I heard that cuss word, even right now, like, if I hear a curse like this, I just cringe. But I, I ain't in the club. Of course, what you think you can hear, Mom? <laughs> and a curse word playing in a song, I mad. I screw. Like, all these people there, I just mad. Face mad. I don't want to be here. I would, I would much rather not be here. You know? And you could always tell when Holy Spirit working on you. You could always tell when God working on you. Because the things, and, and this is when you're growing. This is when you're really trying to be Christ-like. This is when you're really trying to see God's face and live for God. It's when the things that you used to desire, you don't desire anymore. The things that you used to desire or used to do, it does not please you anymore. Like you cannot get the same feeling from it. And that's me. And that was me. Like, ooh, I can tell y'all. I um I went to go and visit a friend because we supposed to be going out. It was a New Year's wasn't it wasn't New was it New Year's? Yeah, it was a New Year's weekend. Was it a New Year's weekend? I think it was. Or it was Christmas. I don't know, because they just a week apart. But like God God so <laughs> Listen. Anyway, so I went to go and hail a friend because that came from the island. If you don't know, I'm from the Bahamas and we are a country of over 700 islands, rocks and keys, but only about, what, 11 now because of the hurricanes are inhabited. But anyway, yes, they came from the island. I went to go and hail them. And I was sitting, I was talking to them. You know, we vibing, all of us having a nice grand old time. And I watching the clock because I know I about to go. I, I got to go. I got to go home. And they didn't live far. They didn't live like all the way in the west. And I lived central at that point. So I needed to go. And I looking at the time and I'm like, yeah, I got to go. I got to go because I got to go and get ready. And they telling me, oh, yeah, no, my answer. And he wanted to come too. And I was like, uh. Yeah, man, going to get ready. So now he, he trying to get ready. He eyeing in and we still talking, talking, talking. And taking, it's taking so long. So I said, like, anyway, um, I can come back to you. Let me go home and let me go get ready. And then I'll just come back. Because if, if I wait on you too long, you know, I can miss it out over that. So. And lo and behold, I get in my car. I started. And I could tell you all, I didn't get past the third house before somebody hit my car and this isn't like a main street this is this is way off the main street this this is a residential area this man was literally turning into his yard hit me right off my car and i tell y'all i didn't even get past the third house we was not <laughs> i and i i i don't think we were speeding um Unless he didn't come to a stop and just was rhyming. I don't know. I don't understand what was going on then and there. But the man rode off my car. Could not go anywhere. Could not move. Um, the Bahamas, I don't want to say the least is take forever, but the least does take forever. Because I think that happened around 9 o'clock. And the police, the road traffic, the 
you know, people that deals with um, accidents didn't come until like 12-ish. So I didn't leave until 1. And I was there all night. Now, I could have stayed. But first of all, I was then pissed because <laughs> my car is washed. I just got that not too long ago. I had to sell my other car and got this one. And I, and I wasn't out. I could not go out no more. And that means I could not go out for that entire holiday season because I did not have a car at the time. Now, I look at that as this big inconvenience. I don't know. But I choose to see, you know, the good things because I was already in church. But I wasn't like actively in church, but I was already in church. So I know that that entire experience was God shielding me from something because I am pretty sure it may have been worse. I did not have a scratch on me. My car, like I said, was root off, but mm, nothing happened to me. And I thank God for that. Nothing happened to the other persons either. Like, their car wasn't really damaged. It was just mainly my car because of where he hit. But, yeah. Back to the... <laughs> like, I go on straight off topic. <laughs> but back to the Holy Spirit giving us, you know. I think, too, I, I did not even want to drive all the way up there. That was a far drive. I wasn't actually going. I was going to say, anyway, let me just see him tomorrow. But this person was a really close friend I considered like a brother. And I still went. I should have just listened to Holy Spirit. Like Holy Spirit said not to go. So sometimes, you know, God just tells us to give us that little whisper. And then sometimes you got to, you know, come and be like, ah. But, yeah, that's what it is. That's literally what it is. Sometimes we just do do what we want to do but if if you are a true believer of god you listen to the holy spirit he or she i don't know what is it <laughs> it's genderless what most people are anyway um <laughs> so the holy spirit is our helper it says in john fourteen twenty six. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you, bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. That's what Jesus told his disciples. But Jesus in the word, the living word, also gave us some instructions to live by. So the Holy Spirit literally reminds us of things that we should not be doing the spirit helps us in our weakness you cannot actively sin and have the holy spirit and say you are following god because if you are following god and you accepted jesus christ as your lord and personal savior you got the holy spirit but you ignoring the holy spirit you live in in disobedience you literally living in disobedience. But that is all that I have to say for today. Um, 
I hope this was a little reality check, a little spot check for those that may use that term as an excuse for subpar behavior. The Bible says that when people see us, that they should see God, like we should be Christ-like. We should try to live a life that is pleasing to God. And to do that, we have to try to live like Jesus. We have to try to live like Jesus. Some people laugh at WWJD, but literally, what would Jesus do? People are like, try, try Jesus. Don't try me. But, you know, we have to live like Jesus. We have to live a life that is above reproach. And that's why a lot of people take the church as a joke. Because you have people who are on the pulpit. You have people who who ministering. You have people who profess in Christianity living subpar lives. They acting in a way. They're portraying themselves in a way. They're doing things in a way that has nothing to do with God. It has it does not glorify him. It does not bring praise to his name. It, it it's it's questionable. Are you doing anything? Are you dressing? Are you talking? Are you acting like someone that is not a Christ follower? And people like to say too, Jesus sit with the sinners. He sit with the prostitutes. But at the same time, he was in the world but did not let the world get into him. That's what the Bible says. We could be in the world but not of the world. When you go to these places, I'm not saying you can't go. If you choose to go to a club, you decide to do that. That's between you and God. But you should be there evangelizing. You shouldn't be there acting like the world. You should be there trying to win souls. People should see the God in you. That they may want to know who is this God and try to come to the knowledge and the truth of who he is. But if you post in 10 scriptures a day on your status, on your socials, but in in real life, you cussing like a sailor, you dressing like a prostitute or a whore, You, you want, you, <laughs> you, you on the, um, praise team, but you got five girls. That's another story for another day. Honestly, I feel like, and this is just my personal opinion. I, and I, I personally did not minister or do anything in church I did not serve until I was at a point that I knew I was ready to to turn my back on the world because I I didn't want people to and again this is what was in my heart I didn't want people to see me ministering but out living like a banshee and then they slide back that's why people be taking the church for a joke that was something that I took serious. I did not do anything. And even if I, I fell, I would step down until I thought that I get to a point. 
Now, I know like serving really has helped some people to stay in ministry. If you're one of those people, do it for you. Everybody's not the same. But we have to have a standard. Us as the church, us as the body of Christ, us as the evangelizers, the people that should be bringing people to Christ, we have to hold up the standard. And holiness is still the standard. You look holy, you act holy, you live holy. People saying, I don't have to look like this, I don't have to act like that for me to be a Christ-like person. But you have to act like God literally said, act like Jesus. You have to do it. But anyway, now I'm rambling. I pray that this was a blessing to you. I pray that, you know, God has his way in your life. If you believe that this may help somebody that uses this term, share it, child, share it. But, you know, have a great day, great night whenever you listen to this. And God bless you. I love you guys.